0: take one we call this one maybe that's what I said but did I really mean it Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here, the appraisers advocate, and we've got some interesting stuff to talk about today. Let's start out with your typical URAR form. What I'd like you to do is go to your files, pull out any report you've done on a URAR form in, say, the last 18 months, take it out. We're not going to look at the appraisal per se. What we're going to do is we're going to look at the boilerplate because in this particular instance in this particular podcast that's what's important now if you will be so kind please go to the certification remember you include this in every report that you ever send out it has your signature on it meaning that whatever it is written in the certification you certify to so Let's take a specific look at number three, and this is what it says. I performed this appraisal in accordance with the requirements of the uniform standards of professional appraisal practice that were adopted and promulgated by the Appraisal Standards Board of the Appraisal Foundation and that were in a place at the time this appraisal report was prepared. In other words, what you're saying is, I prepared this report, I prepared this appraisal, as well as this report, in other words, I complied with Standard 1 and Standard 2, Standard 1 in developing the appraisal, Standard 2 in reporting the appraisal, and I know I did, I know I complied with these two, because I've signed this certification certifying that I did. Now remember, this is what every appraiser signs every time he or she does an appraisal, On a UAR form. It goes out with every report. Chances are we never read it because it's boilerplate. Let me read something else to you. I happened to open up the State of Florida violation and disciplinary action report. This happens to be for 2010 because that's the one I opened at random. I didn't want to cherry-pick the penalties etc. I wanted it to be random so it made sense. Let me read a couple of these penalties to you. Now, I'm going to leave the names out of the appraisers. This is public record. Their names are available on the Internet, but to avoid any further embarrassment, I'm not going to do that. Now, let me read a couple of these to you. Violation. Respondent developed and communicated two appraisal reports on subject properties in Tampa and Oldsmar, Florida, using the same inappropriate comparable sales, included a photograph of the wrong property for one of the comparable sales, and disclosed non-existent prior sales for certain comparable sales. Rather interesting charges. Now, let's face it. The state of Florida had to go through and prove all of this. It had to show that this is exactly what the appraiser did. And while the appraiser could dispute the board's decision, the appraiser, at least in Florida, would have to go to court to do that. I don't know that that happened. I haven't chased this down that far. The point is, this is what the appraiser was charged with, this is what the state said the appraiser did wrong, and the state was so sure the appraiser did it wrong that the state called it a violation. Now, let me read the penalty. This particular appraiser For those infractions was penalized $5,000 plus costs of almost $2,800. The appraiser's certification was suspended for one year. The appraiser was then on two years probation and the appraiser had to put in 100 hours of extra continuing education over and above the continuing education required for license renewal and had to attend one two-day meeting of the Florida real estate appraisal board that's a rather hefty penalty quite frankly especially those hundred hours of CE those are expensive and the appraiser doesn't get credit for them the point I'm trying to make here is relatively straightforward the appraiser said the in fact the appraiser certified that he or she performed this appraisal in accordance with the requirements of the uniform standards of professional appraisal practice. But yet the state said, no, you didn't. And in fact, no, you didn't so badly that we're gonna nail you with some very serious penalties. Let me read some more. Here's another one. The respondent's work file lacked some documentation to support the adjustments and conclusions in the sales comparison approach of the report. A rather serious USPAP violation, don't you think? But yet the appraiser said, hey, wait a minute board, by my signature on this appraisal, I'm certifying that I performed this appraisal in accordance with the requirements of USPAP that were in effect on the effective date of the appraisal. But the state of Florida said, no, that's not true. So as a result, there was a violation. According to the Florida Real Estate Appraisal Board, this particular appraiser was guilty of having failed to exercise reasonable diligence in developing an appraisal report. The penalty, 500 bucks, costs, and a 12-month probation, along with having to attend a two-day freehab meeting, which can be ridiculously boring. But the point is, the appraiser said, hi, State Appraisal Board, I followed USPAP, and the state appraisal board said, no, you didn't, and therefore attached a penalty. Let me read one more. This particular appraiser, quote, violated a standard for the development or communication of a real estate appraisal, specifically the conduct section of the ethics rule or other provision of 2006, USPAP 2006 was when the violation took place, specifically The record-keeping section of the ethics rule. Now it's the record-keeping rule, but back then the record-keeping rule was part of the ethics rule. Violated a standard for the development or communication of a real estate appraisal specifically, and then it lists the specific standards rules. Guilty of failure to maintain records for at least five years of any contracts engaging in appraiser services, appraisal reports, and supporting data assembled and formulated by the appraiser in preparing appraisal reports. Guilty, uh, excuse me, and this is what the board said, therefore appraiser, you are guilty of breaching an implied contract in violation of specific facets of Florida law. Guilty of having failed to exercise reasonable diligence in developing an appraisal report and then I'll list a couple of other minor things. And the penalty in this particular case, that appraiser lost his or her license. It was revoked. And we will have a podcast in the future upon about what happens when your uh, cert- certification gets revoked. But the point was, the state of Florida decided that this particular appraiser had violated USPAP so blatantly, so egregiously, that the only appropriate penalty was revocation. Now, the point of all this is a lot of appraisers sign their certifications because they have to, otherwise the client won't accept it. But yet, they really don't appreciate what it is the certification says. And it says so many things. But remember, it says specifically, I perform this appraisal in accordance with the requirements of USPAP. In other words, client, state appraisal board, whomever. I'm certifying that I followed USPAP. Therefore, I should be held responsible if you can show that I didn't. And indeed, this is a very common occurrence and states very commonly discipline appraisers specifically for this. The takeaway, therefore, is make sure that you exercise proper due diligence. When you develop your appraisal, follow Standard 1. When you report the appraisal, follow Standard 2. Now, in the future, we're going to talk about this relative to hybrid appraisals, bifurcated appraisals, evaluations, etc. But the point is, when you do an appraisal, you sign a certification, and it says, hello, I performed this appraisal, in other words, I developed my opinion in accordance with Standard 1, and I reported it in accordance with Standard 2. That's exactly what you say, and if you don't mean it, well there could be some problems down the road. Thanks for listening today. Again, I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraisers Advocate. I'm here to help you. I'm here to answer your questions. Please contact me. My email address is tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be a pleasure to work with you. It will be an honor to speak with you. Thank you so much. My best to your family, my best to you, and please be safe and well. And we're clear.